Hi, watch fam. Welcome to my last watch. My name is Gun, and I'm Kaylee. On this show, I challenge Gun to trade up a hundred dollar watch into a dream watch, which in this case is a Nomos Campus for Gun's dad. But before I give a progress update on that challenge, and before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to mention that we've actually pre-recorded a handful of these initial episodes. The reason being is we just wanted to have a few episodes and enough content before our initial launch. So, if by any chance you've provided us with feedback,、um, we haven't seen it yet, at least at the time of making today's show. And literally every episode, we've done something different audio-wise, whether that's recording in a new location, a different part of our house, or doing something different in post-production. So all of this is to say that we're still trying to fine-tune everything, and we really appreciate all hanging in there while we experiment. All right, now that that's out of the way, our update for the quest for Nomos Campus is very brief this week. We're still searching for the watch to kickstart our journey. So in the meantime, I thought we could talk about your first Seiko. Okay. All right. So you're talking about the one that I purchased at Macy's, right? That is correct. Yes. <laughs> so, or after my first watch, which was a Speedy, I knew I wanted more watches, but I couldn't afford any more Speedies or anything of that caliber. And I was familiar with Seiko. Like everyone knows, you know, of Seiko. You knew of Seiko growing up, like、sure. you、yeah. know, you hear of Seiko. So I'd heard you could get affordable watches at Macy's. So I went in, just wanting to see if I could find a few watches. And lo and behold, I ran into a Seiko. It was a Seiko Diver SKX zero one three, but it was a junior's like women's watch because of the size. So it was a lot cheaper than any other Seikos they had, and so I knew I had to get it. <laughs> and when you, <laughs> <laughs> okay. The the reason why we're laughing is because I've been trying to get Gun to stop saying <laughs> cheap. Because the the way that、mm-hmm. you're saying cheap, and I think the way that actually a lot of people interpret cheap is is that it's more affordable or less expensive.、Yeah. But I think other folks may interpret it as cheap being lower quality,、mm-hmm. and that's definitely not the case with. That、Seikos. is definitely not. So I'm trying to get better at not using that and substitute that word with affordable. But yeah, each each time guns is cheap, I just like give him this, this little look, and I'm like, why are you saying that? Because Seikos are great quality. But but yeah, I mean, I, I know people might interpret that term cheap differently.、Um, but that is not what we mean.、Here. But yeah, rest assured, like as you all can probably tell, Gun thinks very highly of Seikos. Yes, obviously affordable Seikos. Affordable Seikos. <laughs> There we go. But anyhow, the affordable Seiko I lucked out into. I lucked into because it was considered a woman's and a junior's watch. Because of its smaller size, and for my wrist, it was perfect at the time, and I didn't mind、uh, that size watch as long as I, I was getting the discount. When you were looking around Macy's for a watch, did you specifically go to the junior section, you know, to find something on discount, or is that something you no. just no? No, I actually、find? just went into the watch. I was just looking for watches, so I just went into the watch section, and in that section they had like women's and juniors watches, and so I was able to find it in that section. And this was a watch that was actually worn by you quite a bit. Yes, almost every day. That was like my beater watch, so it was my 
active watch. So anytime I would do, you know, anything in the water or like for workouts or, you know, going out, I'd put, put on that watch. Not only was it uh, light in size, but also I had it on a rubber strap. So it was really nice and uh, comfortable in that regard. And I, I guess back in the day when you were wearing this watch, it really didn't have that much competition. It did not, no, because it was a part of the two watch collections. So <laughs> I had my <laughs> Speedy and then I had uh, the SKX. But I always gave you kind of a, a tough time when you wore that watch because I felt <laughs> like half the time I saw you with it, it was off your wrist and you were just kind of <laughs> flicking it around while you're on the couch. There's an actual term for that. And it's called the Seiko Shuffle. So the Seiko SKX is an automatic watch. So it charges through the rotor. So during your daily activities, whether it's, you know, your range of motion with, you know, your arm is supposed to charge. But because this is a more affordable watch, the rotor, I think, didn't rotate as much as it should. I don't know the actual mechanisms behind it, but it definitely didn't charge like it should have. So... I had to manually do the Seiko shuffle, but I don't think it was just my watch. I think it might be a thing with the Seiko SKX line mm. because a lot of people, well, the Seiko shuffle is a very well-known term and a lot of people seem to do it. So <laughs> I think it's just that the watches were, you know, more affordable. So maybe it's not as high end of movement inside. And that's why you have to kind of, you know, help with the shuffle. <laughs> With that watch, even though you did wear it pretty often, it wasn't necessarily 24-7. No, no, no. And what's actually funny is, well, like for my manual watches, you know how you've seen me wind my watch to charge yes. it? <laughs> or isn't that to set the right time? Because that's it's... No, no. Sometimes, you, I mean, you also do that to yeah. set the time, but certain watches, they don't charge through motion. So like manual winding movements you have to actually wind it through your movement through the crown so that's why you see me doing that like how often i mean certain watches they have like a 48 hour power reserve it depends on the power reserve but every like few days hmm. you have to manually wind it but actually i don't mind doing that because it actually helps you connect with the watch in a weird sort of way if that makes sense i I guess. Because you're I mean, starting to watch by manually winding it. But then the Seiko, the reason why yeah. I was talking about that is the Seiko shuffle. That was like another added element to connecting with the watch because it was so much labor because you actually had to do this full range of motion to charge it. So I didn't mind it. I mean, this is going to sound really ignorant and I don't want to be a hater, but I feel like the whole purpose of having a watch, I guess the practical purpose of having a watch yes. is for it to tell time. So I feel like... But that's if, what your iPhone's for. That's what, you're, <laughs> that's what that phone is for. You know what I mean? I feel like if you're having to put all this effort in getting the watch to do its main function, that, that just is seems very, very backwards to me. That is very true. But then with the watch, I never use it. It's very rare that I use it as a tool. If that, like, you know, and I know that sounds really weird, but... Yeah, it's more of an emotional attachment with the watch. It's fashion? No, no, it's definitely not a fashion. It's okay. definitely not. No, no, no. It's not a fashion it's okay. statement. It's okay. You no, don't no, have to no, feel no. embarrassed. Like, you don't have to make excuses. This is not a fashion statement. No, no, okay. no, no. But I do use it as a tool to tell time, but it's much more than that. Okay, well, I feel, <laughs> I feel enlightened. I'm going to bring us back. <laughs> um, sorry, we went on kind of a little sidetrack there. Um, but to bring us back... Uh, you actually don't have that watch anymore. 
No, I do not. It's one of the few pieces that has left my collection. There's actually, in my five years of collecting, there's only two watches that have left my collection, and that's one of the two pieces. And kind of the, the story behind that is we were at a Mariners game, probably, well, it must have been at least 2019, 2018. Yeah. Because obviously we didn't go to any Mariners games last <laughs> Might year. Might have been even before that too. But yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, but within, the, within the past couple of years, um, yeah, you had gone to a Mariners game and had run into a couple of family friends and they had uh, twins. Mm-hmm. Who, which we'll name J and Z. Yep, we're gonna use some pseudonyms here. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, you can you can pick up the story from there. Yeah, so uh, like Kaylee said, we were at a Mariners game. One of the twins, Jay, comes up to me and he's like, "Oh, is that a Speedy on your wrist?" And I was very surprised that a middle school kid would know what a Speedy is. And to clarify, you actually weren't wearing your Seiko, right? No, this no, was no. Your... This was the Omega Speedmaster, and so this watch is known to most people as the watch that went to the moon. So it's called the Moon Watch, but ironically, mine wasn't actually the one that went to the moon. Mine was Speedmaster Racing, but uh, J or Z Z had thought no, actually it was. <laughs> no, Sorry, it's been a, it's been a couple years. Yeah, yeah, it was actually J that approached yeah. me, and J had realized it was a Speedy, and he started asking questions about it. So I took it off. And I showed him what the chronograph function was for, and he was so amazed with it. So I let him play with the watch the entire game and just, you know, said, hey, you can play with it, just, you know, return it after the game. And then, like, he was infatuated with the watch. He absolutely loved it. And I remember that being embedded in my memory and being amazed. And when it came time for me to actually, uh, what happened was I replaced my Speedy with another Seiko Diver, which is a Seiko SRP777. That I had also found at Macy's on discount. But anyways, since I already had a diver, I wanted to replace it. And so when it was time to give replace the SKX, I thought it would be a nice gift for J and Z since they were twins and they were in middle school. And I thought it would perfectly fit their wrists since, you know, it's a smaller watch. And so I gifted get it to them. So it's one of the watches that has left my collection. You actually wrote them a note. I did. Do you remember <laughs> what you said? Yeah, I actually told them about the Seiko Shuffle in that note because (laughs) I wanted to tell them, hey, it is an automatic watch, but a lot of times you'll have to actually, you know, help it wind. And I told them about the Seiko Shuffle and told them to enjoy the watch and explain to them the Seiko is a brand, is a really good brand to start off with in the watch hobby. So yeah, I wrote them a note, you know, just explaining the watch hobby and then how to use that watch. Off air after one of our more initial episodes, we were actually mentioning that this Seiko would have been a good watch to kickstart the journey. Yes, so this actually would have been the perfect Seiko to do so because it was within uh, the $100 price range. Uh, The SKX line is discontinued. Uh, The price of the watch has appreciated significantly since then. And so this would have been that perfect watch. And so, yeah, and <laughs> I hope Jay and Z are enjoying the watch. Yeah, I know. Hopefully they haven't like given it away because it's not telling time <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Um, how much do you think it's worth now? Uh, I'm not sure, but I would say in the $300 range, probably even more. I don't know. That's pretty good for only getting the watch a couple years ago. And it was in, yeah, it was in good condition. Um, SKX 013. Yeah. 
I think it would probably be in that range. And so when we say that was discontinued, it's like all SK013s are no longer in... Just SKX lines are discontinued. And there's mm-hmm. a few different watch sizes. There's 007, which is the men's size, which is larger. Okay. So and when so you're saying 00, the, the numbers are really just... The references. Of the size or of the... No, no. It's the what? model. Model. Okay. Different models, but then the sizes of different models. So, yeah. Okay. And do you know like why they discontinued that? Like, is that pretty normal yeah, for them I think, to do that? Or? Yeah. A lot of watch companies do so. Um, I mean, that's there. there's a lot of different reasons I guess they do that. Uh, one, to appreciate the value. And then also they'll have new lines that come out mm-hmm. that are very similar, whether it's just adjustments in sizes, colors, or, you know, modif- different. Even though the, that line is discontinued, similar watches will come out within Seiko that are have the nuances as the SKX, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do you do you have a sense of how long the watches were in production? Like, was this something that was running for like over 10 years, I under 10 years? I say over 10 years, but I could oh, be wow. wrong. I'm not sure, okay. but I think, yeah. Because for a brand to shut down a line that's been around for that long... That's a pretty serious move. That is pretty serious. But actually, now that you say that, it could be less than 10 years. Okay, let's, but, let's research yeah, that. We and we'll, we'll to, talk yeah. about it the next episode because I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of curious yeah, about that. Actually, yeah, you're right. No, but I, I would say over 10 years, but yeah, we'll definitely have to research this. Okay. Okay. Well, sorry to kind of uh, go off rails there. Um, <laughs> but one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about uh, the watch that you gave G&Z is because it's springtime and we just went to our first Mariners game since 2019. We did go to our first Mariners game. It was truly a unique experience. Only 9,000 people were allowed in the stadium. I don't even think there was even 9,000 fans that game. Um, What do you think? It's so hard to tell because uh, T-Mobile Park, which is, you know, the stadium that the Mariners play at, um... It normally would fit about 48,000 people. So it never has. (laughs) It probably hasn't had that many people since 2001. That's when the Mariners were actually good. Yep. (laughs) But since the stadium is that big, I think there probably was around 9,000 and it was just spread out. The other reason why I say that is because people are just anxious to get out and Mm -hmm. and do something kind of fun and different that they haven't done in a while. So I feel like most people. I mean, I, I feel like those games are going to sell out. I think so, too, because yeah. the game we went to was a blowout, but it was so much fun for us just to be out, you know, in a public event. That was our mm-hmm. first public event in over a year. What was nice is that, you know, everyone was spread out, so it felt felt very safe. You had your own pods, basically. Yeah, yeah. basically you had your own pods. Um, you know, everyone was masked up. But, you know, even then, like, there weren't people in front of us, really. Yeah. Um. And I know that probably a lot of people listening to this podcast are not into baseball, especially Mariners baseball, but there is something different about just being at the stadium, you know, being with friends. And even if you don't like baseball, Mm -hmm. I feel like you can still have a really good time. Well, do you have a most memorable baseball game that you've been to? Do you have a game that stands out? In terms of how the Mariners performed? Yeah. No. (laughs) 
but <laughs> I do have. I mean, a, they haven't been relevant in twenty years. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In terms of the game war, it's like, oh my gosh, this happened, and yeah. yeah, probably not. But I will say the the one game that definitely sticks out is my dad and I were sitting pretty close to the field, and there was a guy who was um, very drunk. <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe a, a couple rows over. And at one point in the game, I think the person next to him had bet him to like go on the field. <laughs> so this guy actually walks onto the field. Yeah. And then the security guards like come running mm. and they're like, tackle him and this guy looks like kid rock so there's people in the stands screaming like you go kid rock you go <laughs> and, see that yeah and like you know the guy i'm sure was was he streaking or did he have his clothes no he wasn't streaking he was just really drunk and he like walked onto the field and so to see that all happen right before you when especially when i was in like probably middle school or high school like it was it's pretty traumatizing i don't know if it's i mean it was pretty entertaining because this guy was just being a, a pain in the neck the whole game yeah. it's just like why would you ever go on in the field so that was your <laughs> so i would say that was probably my most uh, memorable ballpark moment okay yeah. um yeah the, the the other thing that i was going to touch on is like we went to colorado for mm-hmm. a rockies game and that whole trip was actually kind of funny because the entire purpose of that trip (laughs) (laughs) was to use certain travel benefits but (laughs) yeah yeah so like you want to touch upon that (laughs) sure so we had been thinking about going to denver for a while it was just like on our our places of uh places to visit and i had red rocks amphitheater on my bucket Uh, list so i wanted to go see a a concert there yeah that was one of the reasons why we chose denver Bank of America has this program called Museums on Us. And basically in um, a lot of different states, you can go to certain museums and show your Bank of America card and you get free admission. And this is for the first full weekend of the month. And so one day I was kind of just browsing kind of what the benefits were in different states. And in Denver, you could go to like the botanical garden, (laughs) the zoo, the Museum of Science. So it was more than just like art and history museums. So I was like, oh my gosh, this I is like... I remember us being really stoked about all the free entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is going to be perfect. And all of those things were really close to each mm-hmm. other. So it would have been very manageable to have seen all those things. And the, the flights from Seattle to Denver are actually pretty reasonable. It's, mm-hmm. it's not that expensive. So one day when the airfare was low, I was like, okay, let's book these flights. We'll go during the first full weekend of the month. Then we can do all these things, not pay anything, because you all know I like a good deal. <laughs> and then we can go to Red Rocks concert. Yep. That was the plan. That, that was the plan. <laughs> a couple weeks later, I realized that I booked the trip for the wrong weekend. So we actually weren't going to be able to use any of the Bank of America Museum's <laughs> Honest Benefits uh, to go to all the fun stuff. It was too late. We're, we're committed at that point. Yeah, it was too late. It's like, it was not worth it for me to try to change the flights. Uh, but we still had a really fun time. We did have a fun time and, uh, Red Rocks Amphitheater blew us away. I mean, we didn't even know much about the artist, but we lucked out because we saw the big gigantic and it was the perfect concert for that amphitheater. Beautiful day with the sunset. And uh, like like the show, like the show that they had, I thought it was a great show he put on. Yeah, and besides the the concert, we also went to Rocky's game. Yep. 
That was also a pretty, pretty nice park. That was a nice park. But then remember we were surprised that was there like you no know, music at the ballpark or something was off at that ballpark. What? Yeah, just like the fans. Sorry, I don't want to <laughs> hate on any Rockies fans. And as Mariners fans, we shouldn't hate on any of them. That's true. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it just seemed like everything was toned down, down. right? Yeah, yeah, it was on like, mute. Like it seemed like the experience was on mute. Right. Like at, you know, at Safeco at T-Mobile Park, they really try to get the fans involved and amped up, and they kind even of though have, there's nine thousand of us, yeah, all amped I mean, up. <laughs> yeah, they try to have like activities in between the innings, and yeah, there really wasn't that much fanfare. No. Actually, you're right. That's that yeah. could have been another reason why there wasn't really that yeah fan engagement activities that were yeah. Actually, that's a good point. Back when we were in Denver, I don't think you had started collecting watches at that point. No, no, I did. I had the Omega, yeah, because I have a photo of the Speedy in Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so... Had you gotten your second Macy's watch at that point? I don't think so, because I would have had a photo in my photo catalog (laughs) if I did, but I only have the one of the Speedy, so I don't think I had the SKX then. And the XK... X? The SKX Mm -hmm. is one that... You had also gotten, as I mentioned before, at Macy's. Mm-hmm. Which got replaced by the new Macy's acquisition, which is the SRP777, which is okay. the Seiko Turtle. Okay. All yeah. right. So did you want to talk about that watch a little bit? Yeah. So actually this was, well, this wasn't actually a planned trip to Macy's because we were going there to look at furniture because we had just gotten our condo and we were looking for fur- new furnitures and we saw... Or we were, well, no, no, actually, we hadn't, Yeah, yeah we I didn't get our remember. condo, we we're looking for a condo, and I think we're looking for furniture too, right? No, I don't. But that's why, because I, I'm pretty sure that's why we're looking for furniture. No, I think we're at Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, actually, right? I think but we're But wasn't Robin. this more for condo shopping? No, no, because we were looking at condos. Why would we be looking at furniture for a condo we haven't had yet? We didn't buy but it. Then, okay, this is we're looking for. No, we're looking for okay, condos, bring, and we bring us back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll just speak, and then I'll, I'll share my what I think actually okay. for it. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so God thinks that we are trying to find furniture. I don't think that's what we were trying to do. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we were at Red Robin. I don't know if you just said that because you wanted to cover that we were at Red Robin. <laughs> no, that was not. They have really good steak fries. Unlimited fries. Unlimited fries. <laughs> and if you go during your birthday month and you sign up for their yes. promotional emails, <laughs> you get a free birthday burger. And their burger's not bad at all. So... I think that we are Maybe. in that neck of the woods because we we're at Red Robin. Okay. I was thinking we're looking for furniture and not at Red Robin. Well, I would never be ashamed of that fact. No, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, ashamed. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it. They have good steak fries. Um, no, they, yeah. But either way, whether it was Red Robin's or furniture yeah. shopping, we ended up, yeah. We, yeah, we saw a sign that said like 50% off, like closing sale. Yep. Went to Macy's. Yep. So you went in, we go in and we go to the watch section and we see a few Seikos there. And it was 50% off. I remember thinking, there was like certain watches that were on sale for 70%. And I remember asking if this was 50% or something. And they said this was on 50% and certain Seikos they had on sale for 60%. So I wasn't sure which ones. But there were two that stood out because there's two divers. Mm -hmm. One was a Seiko Turtle, the SRP777 that I got. And the other was a Seiko 
Samurai. I don't know the exact reference number for this, but this was the one that I ended up getting for my brother. But and I kind of remember you being a little bit hesitant, which because I wanted in retrospect to, seems kind of surprising that you didn't just pounce on them because I think you you went back, back a few times because I yeah. wanted to wait. In an ideal world, I wanted to wait until it was off 70% because I knew certain watches, as long as they were out on display for a few more days, they would go down in price. But it's a risk because a lot of people that know watches, they're going to pounce on that Seiko Diver. Right. And so that's why I went, I actually purchased one, but then I didn't purchase the second one. Okay. And then I waited. I purchased the Turtle because I knew that one was going to be the first one that was sold. So I got mine and then I went back a few more times and then I purchased Tim's watch for 60% off. So yeah, it paid off like 10%. But uh, there was another watch that I was waiting for. There was three watches, but that one got sold. And that's when I knew that it was time to purchase yeah, the next time one. To yeah, time to buy it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. in retrospect, do you think you would Purchase wait? all three? Yeah. No, no, no I wouldn't would. wait. I would just purchase all three. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you had that restraint back then. Do you think but, it's because you weren't as knowledgeable? Yeah. But now I know I feel much more comfortable, so I would purchase all three. But at that time, yes, mm-hmm. I didn't know if this was a really good deal. Mm-hmm. But I got my turtle for like two hundred bucks, and that's normally sold for like four hundred, I think, retail price. And so, so yeah, that was yeah. a great deal. I mean, we've had really good experiences at Macy's. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's where a lot of people buy their watches, but but then what's sad is a lot sales. of it's closing down. Yeah, and that's why it's on yeah. discount. So you just have to yeah. Get it is kind of sad. Yeah. All right, so now y'all have gotten to hear some of the origin stories of Gunn's favorite watches. That's going to wrap it up for episode five. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Until next time, watch fam. If you're enjoying My Last Watch so far, please give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It really goes a long way to help get the word out on the show. Thanks so much.